We represent you. Attack the short side again. Tupo away. Tedesco pulled it in. This time it's Kiri in support. We feel you by your presence. Via Rooster. Joseph Manu, a try that only Manu could score. Rooster! 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 Well, Roosters fans, welcome to this week's episode of Roosters Radio. I hope you all had a happy Easter. The only time we're happy to see a bunny on a weekend. And I can certainly say, Bells, it was a good weekend of footy. There's plenty to like about the weekend's game. There was a few changes, a couple of debutants. It had lots to like. Warriors, always going to be tough, and they were. But our boys, uh, you know, they put in a solid performance, and I think Coach Robinson and the fans would all be happy. Today, talking to us on Roosters Radio, we've got a special guest. And uh, before we welcome him, welcome to Roosters Radio Bells. Thanks, Bush. Yes, what a great weekend of footy. Great to be back on Roosters Radio. I've had a couple of weeks off, but I'm back now, and um, it was really good to see the boys get up on Sunday night. And great news for Roosters Radio ourselves, a little special announcement that uh, Silky uh, is a big chance of going to the Olympics. Uh, so he's out there working with some kids. And, I heard uh, about this. Yeah, yeah. So Silky's obviously uh, going to get the opportunities. He's trained for this. And uh, yeah, ladies, I'd like to report that Cooper Silk is going to be a volunteer at the Olympics again, which is, I think it's his third Olympics. <laughs> I think so. That's why he's not here today. He's yeah. down the front handing pamphlets and out. doing training, which is really good. So <laughs> we're going to miss him on today's show. But congratulations to Cooper and his family on that massive milestone. He went from ball boy to Olympic volunteer, and it's no main feat. <laughs> All right, let's talk some footy. Back to footy. the footy, hey? Let's talk some footy. It was a good weekend to be a rooster. I think one of the things I was looking forward to most, Bells, what was exciting was to see um, young Sam Walker. I had the pleasure of being a World Club Challenge last year, and I got to meet Sam and get a little insight. And he was a real cheeky but very respectful young man mm. and um, really, really you know, good little character about him. And I thought, wow, I wonder how he plays football. And someone said, have you not seen him? I said, oh, no, I've only just met him. Mm. They said, Google it. And I did, and wow, I was excited. But I tell you what, on the weekend I saw a very mature, very composed um, young man. It's been said by Coach Robinson in the post-match press conference, you know, he just seemed to settle right in and had a good foundation game. He's got so many tricks up his sleeve, but he played like he'd been there before, and that's what I loved. I think he just settled in, set up a really, really nice try, you know, for Nat Butcher, and i got to tell you, it was exciting. It was great. He had a great game of football for an 18-year-old, as you said, he was very composed. It's like he's got a 30-year-old head on his shoulders. He played consistent football. I was very excited to see him and Drew together. I thought it was a great first game for their combination and only better things are going to come. His flair will come later, that's for sure, because he's got it. We know he's got it. Teddy talked about him playing a little bit like Kiri and he's an eyes-up footballer and he's, he's a... He's a guy that likes the unstructured stuff, which is really, really good. And the other thing I, uh, you know, we want to mention, Bells, is there's a second debutant on the weekend, and we don't want to disrespect Ben Marshke's great rise to the top, to him and his family. You saw them in the crowd. Congratulations to Ben. He's a lovely young man. We met him at HQ. Um, he played SG Ball 20s for the Roosters. He played a couple of games for, for Bondi United in our local juniors, which is really, really strong for our junior rugby league. So congratulations to Bondi United for a, a debutant they can claim. But what a great little taboo he had. What about the crowd? I thought it was outstanding when he was warming up on the yeah. sideline and they were loud. It was so good to it see. Was, it was super exciting. And, you know, you could imagine what's going through 
that young man's head mm. thinking, wow, I'm about to walk out and do what all my mates behind mm. me are doing. And it's a, it's a great achievement. Mm. I tell you what, Drew played well. He was outstanding. I thought took the line on so well. Well, let's talk about it. I mean, mm. what did you think? Drew at 5'8", I've always liked. He's an old school. We compared him. We were sitting at your house watching it, uh, having a couple of uh, Easter drinks. And, you know, your husband, Mick, who's uh, in a former rooster himself, said, geez, he reminds me of an old school 5'8". Mm. And I said... I said he reminds me of Greg Florimo from Mm, Norths, you know, mm. and uh, he does, doesn't he? He played really strong. Mm. Yeah, he did. He played awesome. And Angus Crichton, talking about strong athletes, wow, he played amazing as well. He looks like the last emperor with the man. (laughs) He did. He lost it there for a little bit. It it, it fell out and then he lost his jersey. He was in all sorts. um, He's a big body, isn't he? To see him just pound that line. Angus is 25 now. You know, they say a man hits the peak of his powers at 25. Mm. He's there. Mm. He is so damaging. He's just accelerating the line at will. He's taking, you know, a couple of hit-ups in a set. Four um, offloads he had on the weekend. Yeah, so he's, yeah. he's going really well. And you know what, actually, I loved seeing? He was protecting Sam at one stage. Yep. Sam cocked a bit of a, a knock from one of the big Warriors boys, as they are huge. And he was first in there, you know, just looking out for the young fella. And I, and I love to see that. Yeah, well, big plug for the Warriors because I thought they did really well. They are huge boys. And a plug for our sponsor, Steggles. They're claiming it's chicken. None of them have had a, a test yet, but we'll come back after the results. So <laughs> now, they're Radley, big men, aren't they? Now, Rads, our boy Victor was back. He had a great game. He he looked a bit spent there in the first 10 minutes, but that was his aim. We just bumped into him at Roosters HQ and he mentioned that he wanted to go out hard and go out strong and he really wants to get that match fitness back. He was definitely blowing them there about he, 10, 15 minutes he in. He was in everything. And I asked him that question and I said, respectful, I said, mate, you look blowing. He said, yeah. But the amount of work he got through in that oh. first 10, he just mm. threw himself at the ball. He threw himself in every tackle. He was all over the park. And then you could see him first game back. It's a really, really solid performance. Mm. I think, uh, you know, Coach Robbins said in his post-match press conference the same thing. He was really happy to see Victor's involvement and, the, you know, the amount of activity he was getting up to, which is really, really good. And I think for our fans, it's a great sign for us, especially with the recent injuries we've had. It's something to look forward to, to see stability back in our pack. Well, Bells, give us a highlight and a lowlight of the weekend's match. Oh, well, highlights, BMOS, obviously. Two tries again. That's nine for the year so far. He's yeah. just on a roll. But he did get that little cork towards the end, which he was did. a little bit worrying. Mm. Uh, but I think he's going to be okay. Um, Trent said in the press conference that, you know, he got the cork, but should be good. Uh, lowlights, again, Satili, the head knock. Yeah. That looked a scary again. We're getting one a week, aren't we? It's just like, oh. I know. But yeah, that was definitely worrying, especially when you got him in your multi like I did. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we did actually, I shouldn't say that, but we did see him today at Roosters HQ. He looked really well and he was pumped to be back. I think he'll get the weekend off because he 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 failed his HIA. But speaking of injured players, Bills, what's exciting for Roosters fans, we've been trying to get this man on. As a guest for a little while, and uh, he's one of your favourite players, I know. You're a big fan of mm-hmm. uh, young Lindsay Collins. Lindsay joined us in HQ today. Great interview, Bills. Really good insight. Great interview. Great young man. Great footballer. He's a thinking man's front rower, I think. He is. <laughs> well, fans, we'll be back right after this with Lindsay Collins. Well, Roosters fans, welcome to this week's Roosters Radio. Bells, that was a very big win over the Warriors on the weekend. But talking to us this week is one of our favourites. I know he's one of your favourites, Bells. A young man who's done so much in a short space of time. And I tell you what, he is the future 
leader of our pack, Lindsay Collins. Welcome to Roosters Radio, Linz. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. The game on the weekend, it was a cracker, wasn't it, against the Warriors? A bit hard to watch from the sideline, was it? Yeah, it was. You know, you sort of want to be out there in those sort of games. Uh, looked like the boys were having a bit of fun. So, And yeah, you know, a couple of debutants on the weekend with uh, young Benny Marshke and Sammy Walk. So, you know, you always want to be a part of those little milestones for them in their career as well. But uh, it is what it is. Now, on Sammy Walker, yes, a, deb- a debut for him on the weekend. There's a lot of talk about him in the media at the moment and if he's up for it, 18-year-old, he had a great game on the weekend. But what's it like being with him in camp this week? I know you didn't play, but obviously in camp with him and what was the feeling for him around the club? Yeah, he was good. We call him Sprinks, so Sammy Sprinks of uh, bench warmers. So um, yeah, he was good. Sprinks, he doesn't doesn't show too much emotion. He, he's pretty cool calm and collective so yeah you couldn't really tell if it he was nervous or not so um but i think robbo summed summed it up pretty well after the game like it was just a really good foundational game for him like we all know here what he can do we've seen some pretty cool stuff that he's done at training but um for him to play the way he did on the weekend it's yeah it's good building blocks for him and his career ahead Lindsay, you've done the same thing only a couple of years ago and uh, bang, you're into state of origin. Your form's been exceptional. Did you have any words through the week? Did you have any you know, messages to pass on to, to Sam or just a little bit of advice to calm him down or give him some uh, knowledge? Not really. Uh, yeah, it was, I was happy, happy to see, um, you know, you sort of think back to your debut and how awesome it is and, yeah, you know how hard and long the road is as well and but it's only just the start as well so um no nothing too much just congratulations go out there and do your job and and that's exactly what he did so yeah so back to your debut 2017 against the Raiders it was going back a while there going back a few (laughs) years now (laughs) but um you're with the Wyong Roos there for a little while the feeder club for the Roosters at the time and the debut, what what was it like? I know you've got to think back, but just that year of making your debut in first grade. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think I only played two games that year, majority of the time with Wong. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I remember it being really cold <laughs> sitting on the sidelines and I remember we had two bikes and uh, Chris Smith was on one and I think Isaac Liu might have been on the other. Too scared to ask to hop on the bike. I was just, yeah. But um, I remember getting out there and looking up at the clock and I'd only been on for three minutes and thinking, holy dooly, yeah, am I going to get through this? But um, it's exciting, you know, it's a young kid's dream. And, yeah, I think that's when you, when you yeah, see boys like Benny and um, Springs, you know, make their debut, it sort of gives you that feeling again. Lens, it segues uh, perfectly into my next question is, You've debuted in 2017, we've had two debutants on the weekend, you know the excitement, the joy, and you get a lot out of it yourself. The game itself has changed. How much has the game changed from when you did have that cold night in Canberra and running out in that field to today? Like, you're a ball-playing front rower. You, ball-playing? You, well, you, you, you get a few balls away, you know, you, we think you are. <laughs> It'll do us. <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're a ball-playing front rower, but you do the tough stuff. Has your game changed with the modern fast pace, you know, six again, set resets, how the game is today versus how it was when you first ran out there? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely changed without a doubt. But I think the game's opening up more, which is allowing, you know, forwards and front rowers and stuff to do 
passing and stuff that you don't usually see, you know, if that makes sense. So we, we, we train heaps of skill at training. You know, we, we've always got allocated time for skill and passing and working on the little details and stuff of our game. So, but yeah, over the last couple of years for myself personally, just haven't been able to put him in a game probably because I'm too stuffed to do him. But, um, I don't know now that I'm coming a bit more accustomed to the game and with the you know rule changes and stuff the game sort of opening up to allow for you know the bigger boys to do stuff that you don't usually see because yeah at the end of the day you know everyone's athletes and usually front rowers are centers or second rowers that got too too big and too slow and got moved into the middle so you know that, that skill's always been there and stuff so it's um cool exciting to see how you know the game is evolving in that sort of direction so yeah now Lindsay let's talk about state of origin last year played all three games congratulations on that series win although you know being a New South Welsh person but anyhow congratulations uh what was it like playing state of origin the Queensland camp with the boys like a dream come true sorry but another dream of yours come true yeah yeah it was really exciting still yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it at the moment yet. I think, I think it probably won't kick in until, you know, looking back on your career at the end of it all sort of thing. So it was a goal and yeah, it's something that I was able to achieve and it's, yeah, hopefully, you know, continue to do that. Um, camp was awesome. Got to meet a lot of new blokes as well, which, uh, yeah, uh, we had the three weeks in isolation as well, which was a bit hard, but you know, it bonded us and, Game one was, yeah, it was good. Game two, not so good. But game three was, yeah, one that will probably stay with me forever. It was pretty surreal, pretty crazy. I think we had a packed out stadium there and you could just feel the vibration of the crowd. So awesome, awesome experience. What was the feeling when you pulled that Queensland jersey on for the first time? You know, they just seem so passionate. You know, we're New South Wales fans, but we just know we're up against it. And, you know, you take players who they pick and every time they pull a jersey on, it just seems that the player grows into you know, something that, uh, you know, you don't expect. It just seems so hard, doesn't it? As I said, like surreal, you know, you don't really think about it too much. You just, I don't know, I don't know. It's hard to put it into words, the sort of feelings and stuff that came with it. But um, I do remember Napsky, Dylan Napper, reaching out to me during the week and just said, you know, before the first game, look at the person in front of you and look at the name on their back. You're doing it for them and their family and then, you know, try and find your family in the crowd when you're singing the anthem. And I think that was the coolest thing was um, singing the anthem. I've never oh, – I have sung the anthem before a game in Anzac, but um, to do it in that sort of, yeah, scenario and then seeing my mum and my missus in the crowd and stuff like that, it was, um, yeah, yeah, real emotional, real awesome, real raw. So we just brought the misses up. <laughs> yeah. Kayla, I believe. Yeah. You got a little bit of news for us, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think what's it now? Two weeks ago, yeah, we got we got engaged, so she said yes. But yeah, yeah, got down on one knee, so she said about time. So it's been about <laughs> Oh, congratulations, about, yeah, mate. Yeah, That's awesome you. news. Yeah, well, yeah. We might see little Lindsay's running around soon. <laughs> well, let's hope so with it. The future's bright. Lindsay, give us a few tips for those romantic Roosters fans that want to just get an idea how a man so tough like you can show his softer side. What did you do? It was very, very casual. Um, <laughs> I think she was sitting on the couch, so... Um, it was just at home, and yeah, not, not were you much. Ner- were you nervous? 
Um, I think at first, yeah, I think because I did it at home on the couch, I was like, is this the right way? But uh, yeah, she loved it. So I think that was the most important yeah. thing. So yeah. Oh, good on you, mate, and congratulations. Now, Lindsay, while we're on family, I believe you're the grandson of Lionel Williamson, who is, um, actually played rugby league for Australia and had six seasons at Newtown. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, wow. yeah. So before he was at Newtown, he was over at Bradford in Halifax. Yeah. So, yeah, he is from Innisfail. Actually, this is funny because I was walking back from the game on the weekend to my car and um, one of the fans that was sort of know, Graham, he sort of stopped me and uh, he was cleaning out his parents' garage and found an old rugby league magazine and there was an article there on my granddad. Yeah. So, yeah. it was actually really cool because I had to read through it and there was stuff that I knew but then sort of to, you know, for it to be highlighted and stuff, it was really good. So, yeah, Innisfail boy. Kane Farmer, had a couple of other brothers, um, Max and Henry, who were pretty good footy players, played for West up in Brizzy, and yeah, yeah, went over went overseas, apparently to learn ball skills. They went overseas back in the day, so I think he was 19. Jeez, that was a big move for a 19-year-old kid from Innisfail to move all the way over to England, so yeah, yeah, he was, um, he was studying to be a priest. Really? Yeah, kid you not. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was, okay. um, and I think he failed the final exam, <laughs> and then yeah, and then he just—that's when he moved. Uh, really? Yeah, wow, yeah. What so. an interesting, uh, interesting family history, eh? Yeah. Then speaking, uh, you know, of reading an article in Grandfather, we spoke to Robbo, um, our coach, about you and uh, being intellectual and how you like to read and uh, you know get insights into how you can improve everything else. Is that important to you as a, as a player? Like, how do you constantly evolve? Yeah, I, I enjoy reading. You know, yeah, you, you sort of you learn from other people. I, I guess in that sort of aspect, you know, people who have done it before. And but it's not just footy; it's life in general. You know, I think Sonny actually said a pretty cool quote a couple of years ago when he was here. Oh, last year when he was here, which is um, a good man creates a better athlete. So it's just like that sort of stuck with me. And then you know, reading and all that sort of stuff. It just sort of you learn sort of things and I, I enjoy the time that I have by myself and just learning and um, yeah, yeah, Robbo is pretty good to have the conversation with about what what to dive into and stuff like that. So he's put me on to a, a few good ones. Um, yeah, yeah, that you, you get a lot out of as well and, you know, it might not necessarily help you out with footy but then in other aspects of life, you know, it does. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, listen, we need to know the story behind the missing tooth. Is there a great story behind it? What, what is it? No, no, no. I, it was nothing to do with footy, actually. So um, I was a kid and me and my brother, we were pretty radical as kids, even my sister a bit. So we'd sort of talk about stories that we got, stuff that we got up to when we were kids and we were thinking how we're still alive. But I lived on a big hill right at the top and then to get even more speed, you'd go quickly run up the driveway of, of the person that was there. So, And dad had got some dirt and stuff delivered to the house for a bit of landscaping and we made a jump out of it and I went over the jump and smacked my face on the concrete. So, um, yeah. That's and great. That's, that's why you're a football player now. Yeah, not a, yeah. Not a I was actually in footy shorts as well and I was yeah. grazed from head to toe and knocked out my teeth and, yeah, it oh. wasn't good. Mum would have had a heart attack. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Linz, what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't a first-grade footballer or what do you think you'd be doing afterwards? I'd probably be a carpenter. I was doing my trade there for a bit back home. But now that sort of, 
footy, you got a bit more time and stuff like that. It sort of makes you think a bit more. And actually, it was funny. I went up to went back home during the COVID break last year, and I worked, and my fingers were all crinkled, and my knees were all sore, and my ankles were sore, and I was like, God, I'm 24 years old, and I feel like this after a day's work, and then sort of. I was like, oh, I need to do something about this. So I'm just at uni at the moment and trying to finish my trade as well. It's the longest trade in the world. Seven years it's taken me to finish. But, um, yeah, about to finish, get signed off on that. And then um, in that aspect, after footy is what I want to be, uh, what I want to do. So, yeah, yeah, it's exciting as well. Yeah, well done. Lindsay, family's come up a couple of times in this chat. You know, we talked to Joey Manu about, you know, the importance of uh, his family members and stuff. In your family or outside your family, who's your biggest influence or mentor? Who do you turn to when you need some advice? It's funny because I don't really talk footy with my family. You know, when I ring mum or dad, um, it's usually just what's new, what's going on in your life and stuff like that. So I've got two younger brothers, my dad, remarried. And yeah, yeah, just literally last week at a younger brother, Finn. Finn and Archie so yeah just talking that to them and FaceTime and stuff like that so that's pretty cool and then yeah just with mum it's just yeah about life sort of thing so it's never really about footy you know my granddad calls me a fair bit and you know gives me I remember last year he used to give me a few pointers and stuff (laughs) like that and influence wise you know at the moment it's just it's just me like I just want to be better I just want to be you know the best I can be sort of thing so I sort of yeah influence myself in that sort of way and um you know setting myself up you know doing stuff now that I can provide for my future self and my future family and stuff so yeah how do you challenge yourself what what sort of challenges uh, do you give yourself that are you know probably outside of football to to do those sort of things. Yeah, well, uni's one. <laughs> it's a bit out of yeah, my comfort right. zone. Yeah, um, for sure. I did a bit of uni back in 20s and I hated it. And I just, I don't know, as I've matured and stuff, I just, uh, you know, we got a bit of time with days off and then in the morning and stuff like that. And um, a lot of time I've just, I've just tried to manage my time a lot better and just realized I did have a bit of time there. Yeah, so just decided to go down that sort of pathway and because I can't see myself working on a – or I can't see my body holding up well on a work site when I'm 30 and retired, so yeah. Lynn's very interesting, carpentry and uh, and also studying at uni. What is it you're studying at uni that has caught your eye? So yeah, just doing a a property economics course. So yeah, it covers a broad range of things. So that's that's sort of what I was – looking at and sort of wanted to stay within the construction side, which I really enjoy. But, yeah, as my granddad would probably call me a pen pusher. So um, he's the one I did my carpentry apprenticeship through. So, um, yeah, my brother's the same. My brother's a construction manager and he always gives him stick for it as well. So um, in the family, a bit of the construction side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, my granddad on my dad's side, yeah, he's a carpenter for oh, oh, I don't know how many years. So he's still going now. So, but he loves it, and yeah, yeah, did my apprenticeship under him when I was up in Brizzy. So yeah, it's a bit of a fun question for uh, for our fans there. If we got rain like we did a couple of weeks ago and it just continued on, and you had to build an ark, you could do that, um, <laughs> and you could only take two players. Who would you take with you? <laughs> Who would I take with me? Jazz would probably be up there. Jazz is good value. Um, yeah, Mr. Hargraves. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know who else. Oh, 
Maybe maybe Ice Isaac Lear. Yeah, he's good value as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you That's have a fans. tough one. Yeah, yeah. The two they must be funny. They're the two funniest in the club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now listen, Lindsay. Back to the football for the fans. Um, you had a big head knock against the Bunnies a couple of weeks ago, and you've got a little niggling injury with the ankle. Can you give us some insight on how you're going and when you're going to be heading back? Yeah, things are going good. So yeah, head knock was all good. Um, mm-hmm. It looked a lot it worse. Scary. Yeah, it looked, looked, scary. Yeah. <laughs> it looked a lot worse than what it was. Um, but yeah, I, I was fine straight afterwards, and um, you know, have gone through all the protocols and ticked all the boxes, and uh, everything's fine. It's just yeah, little niggling ankle that you get right now. You know, so it is a long season. I think you know it's more than. 30-odd games in a year. So, yeah, it's just about getting that right and being the best I can be every week. So this Saturday night, we've got the Sharks. Now, what are the boys going to have to do on Saturday night to beat the fellows from Sutherland Shire? Yeah, not not much will change, I don't think, from the weekend. I thought the weekend was a pretty good foundational game for setting up. You know, you learn things every week with what you want to take into the next week. And there was a lot that we learned from last week, um, which was really good. So, yeah, just, just improving on those little areas that we know that we need to improve on and, yeah, growing from there. So, yeah, it's it's good. You know, this first block of the year is just about your principles and setting up your foundation and then expanding on that. So I think we're doing a really good job of that at the moment. And, yeah, head down, bum up. So, yeah. Well, mate, you've done a really good job with this interview. We really appreciate the access. We appreciate the insights. And uh, thanks for always coming on Roosters Radio. I know from the fans' perspective, Bells, being Lindsay's number one fan, we uh, you know, we wish you the best and we look forward to seeing out there just charging into the opposition, just yeah. tearing off the meters. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Changing gears. We've got a game on Saturday night. We're up against our old foe, the rivals on Saturday nights. They're a bogey side. The Sharks are Paddy, our producer. Of, what time is it Saturday night? 7.35, Bush. Thank you very much, Lucky mate. Lucky Pat's here, hey? Uh, Silky's adopted son. What, where would we be without Pat? <laughs> yeah, Nat, it will be a tough game. The Sharks always bring a tough game. Yep. Definitely the bogey side at the SCG Saturday night, so it's a home game for us, and I'm looking forward to the matchups. I'm looking forward to seeing Lindsay return. He's had a week off. He yes. seems uh, fresh from today, and yep. I think that Lindsay He was will, confident, wasn't yeah, he? He was. I think what we thought before with HIA for Satilli, he may not be in the side. It's going to be interesting to see what team coach Robinson announces mm-hmm. this week. And Radley's got his judiciary tomorrow night. He has, but he'll get off But that. Yeah, that was- That yeah. was a nothing call, mm-hmm. we hope. But the matchups, Craig, Teddy versus Kennedy, the two fullbacks. Uh, looking forward to that. Obviously, Teddy is just, you know, well, he's, he's outstanding. Yeah, he's out. uh, as good as Pappen. Let's just get it out in there for the Roosters fans. Yeah. Pappenhausen's is unbelievable. Yes, unbelievable footballer. Mm. But he's got a little bit of work to do to get in the Teddy class. Mm, definitely, Teddy's been consistent uh, year in year out. But you know, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about how good the matchups are going to be. I'll tell you what, I do like Will Kennedy from the Shark. He's young, he's exciting, he's quick. He's scored mm-hmm. a couple of tries. I think across the park there's going to be some really good matchups. Sharks got a good mobile pack. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave the Cowboys a bit of a touch-up on weekend, so it's going to be really, really interesting. Sam Walker uh, versus Chad Townsend. Chad's a you know a cheeky player like Sammy Walker is, mm-hmm. and I guess it'll be see, good to see Sam go in with the same composure, not to overplay his hand. Um, you know, And it will be good to see him up against a very good halfback. He's yep. second in the tri-assist this year so far, so... It'll be good to see him take on that old head. Yes, he's mm. an old style halfback, mm. Mm. you know, so mm. it'll be really interesting. Mm. And then you've got the matchup of the 13s, Bush, Radley versus Rudolph. 
Great story, Bells. Both characters, you know, Rudolph. Both local boys. Both, yeah, both local mm-hmm. boys. And I think they played against each other or in the in the same, you know, year against each other in rep. So, mm-hmm. you know, good old uh, hard-running, hard-hitting war horses. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be uh, a really exciting game for our fans. So, Bells, without further ado, we're not the experts. The coaches, the players are, but we are on behalf of the fans. What are your thoughts for a score? Well, I'm thinking it's going to be tough, as we mentioned, but we're going to get there 30 to 18. I'd also like to give a shout out to Angus this weekend. It's his 100th NRL game. Big milestone. Well done to him. Yeah, looking forward to a big game from mm, Angus. What about you? Yeah, I'm not as uh, obtuse with our attack as you are. I reckon Sharks have got a better defence than that. So I think it's going to be Roosters 24, Sharks 16. Well, make sure you get out there for that game on Saturday night. We will be at the Captain's Club. And you um, can still get tickets, you know. What Just- a great place to watch a footy from. It's a really good afternoon. So any of those fans that want to get out there, contact Pat Brown or any of the team. And also, guys, get in for your Anzac Day tickets. We um, Just gone on sale. Yes, just gone on sale. And we saw Kath King today down at HQ, and it's the one of the biggest games of the year. So it's make sure you Sunday get in early. Year. Yes, mm. Anzac Day Sunday. And no public holiday Monday. Day. I think on behalf of all Roosters fans, we're going to talk to Nick Pilatus about overturning that decision. <laughs> Because if anyone can, Nick can. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, Bells, we've been using your saying that you gave us. We're going to get T-shirts made every week on Roosters Radio in Robbo We Trust. Yes. But that's it for another episode of Roosters Radio as we take on the Sharks and just dusted the Warriors. And as we say every week, Bells, East East to to win. win.